Okay, we're recording. Even though I think you know that. I, I hear it every single time, Lou. Yeah. Wait, does I think we tell, should take does, a moment. Does it tell you we're recording? Like, does it, it says your meeting is being recorded? Then I have to click a button before I can even start talking. Oh, see, I never knew that. So I, at the start, I always say, you know, we're recording, so you know. But oh, whatever. I think it would be appropriate for us to take a moment here and apologize to our listeners for not delivering a Thanksgiving Day special. Yeah, yeah, well, what, we can't take a week off? Spend time with family and friends? Yeah, that's what Big Dog Radio is all about. Family and friends. Family and friends. We do apologize we didn't warn you that we're taking the week off. Well, well, we we did expect to release an episode, but eh, decided not to, I suppose. Yeah, we opted out. But Lou, you had a couple surprises over Thanksgiving. Do you mind elaborating on the things I surprised you with? Yeah, so one was was that Saturday right after our last episode. I, I came to Madison for, for the Wisconsin game, and I was, I was surprised with a Cyclone Racer t-shirt. Yes. And I think that should be like a birthright. You come out of the womb, you should have, you know, from the time you're a toddler up through, you know, however big you get, XL, double XL, you should have those Cyclone Racer t-shirts ready. Always have one Seven ready. billion people, yes. That's um, awesome. Well, I guess yeah. news, the news on that front with the Cyclone Racer is that there is no news. Yeah. I don't think no we've made any progress at all. No. No, no headway. Yeah, how does anything get done in the city of Long Beach if they don't respond to their constituents? Yeah, Queen Mary's sinking. And we they have, have a solution no in the world. And we, and we have a solution. Ready I think we to go. might have to move to San Diego. Try them out. See if we can get the Cyclone Racer in there. I suppose we can move up and down the coast. City yeah, to city. Try to find a little city that can't needs to get be saved. Built. Right. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. But the other thing is we did our, our manhunt. Rather you successful, found me I think. Rather easily. I think Semi-disappointed so, yeah. in that. But well, I, I got a I big just, brain. You do. You're a big brain man. But I, I just went through some of the video footage that we have of you searching for me. Somewhat entertaining, I would have to say. Yeah, I, I think I think it'll be a quality product once put together. Yeah. Now, you, you don't have the footage yet, all of it, correct? I have the majority of it. Okay, so you figured out a way yep. to get the footage. Okay. So there's this app called Dropbox. It was like kind mm. of popular when they had their first initial public offering as far as the stock goes, but... It allows you to transfer large files. So our cameraman did that uh, to me and I have his videos. Our second cameraman's working on it right now. So I will have okay. those shortly, but we'll, we'll get that video up hopefully by Christmas. Maybe that'll be yeah. a Christmas present yep. for our listeners. Well, I don't have as much faith in the second cameraman. No offense. Gus. <laughs> no. no, Guts is the one that got it to us. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, well, Duff is. Duff was also the one this morning trying to convince everyone that uh, you couldn't charge a PS4 controller, you know, through a wall outlet. He thought he's, can you? He, I think he's, I think, oh, of course you can because you just I need a power you source. You just need a power source. You know, you plug in the block, you plug in the cord then you plug in the controller. He thought you had to go directly through the PS4. And he, I think he still might be convinced that that's the case. So good luck with that. I think that. it might be the case actually. No, it's not. Are you we, sure? We, Yes, I feel like yes, I've tried we, that before and it doesn't work. No, 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 no. We, we've established this. Okay, I'm. It I'm was. On it was a big. One. Let the it, record show. No, no, that. no, no, no. It was a big to do in the group chat, proven that it's possible. Okay, but Lou, so we now have merch. We do, except we have a problem with our merch. And, and what's that problem? About eighty percent of our sweatshirts and fifty percent of our t-shirts. Came with a rather large stain on them. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I haven't even updated you on this yet. Right, because, well, I was there when we when they first arrived there in Madison, and yep. we noticed a yellow color to uh, to a lot of the merchandise. Right, so our, our sweatshirts are white, our t-shirts are white, and around the logo there's this, like, yellowish discoloration. Mm. And th- and that's, that's not even the stain I'm talking about, though. On the back of every single sweatshirt, there's about a a three inch by three inch circular stain. That's like, not just discoloration. Like it's a, it's a dark stain, like yellow. It's yeah. It's like the color of our color of the dog on our logo. 
Oh, I guess that would do it. Yeah. So have you contacted the company? Have we gotten a full refund? Yeah. So uh, uh, I, we haven't gotten a refund yet, but I've been in contact with them. They said like, Hey, send us pictures. Uh, We'll do what we can do. So I'm sitting there trying to send pictures, except again, I run into the issue that we're running into with our video that these um, things are too large to send to the, the company. So I had to get a drop, but that's how I figured out Dropbox. So I, I put it all in Dropbox and I sent it to the company, just a link. And then they're like, well, we don't want to open that link. Essentially just send us pictures. What the so, hell? So then I, I figured out how I could send them pictures on the email. So I sent a, they asked for 15 pictures of 15 different shirts and sweatshirts that have stains. So I took 15 different pictures of 15 different shirts and sweatshirts that have a stain on them. And there it's currently sent to them. And now I'm awaiting a response from them. They're just going to block your email. I mean, we've already, I, I think a, this a might be enough. a, and this might be this a white, uh, one of those, uh, fresh food situations. Uh, hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. Yeah. Yep. Where they, they're just going to try to get me off their tail. Yeah, I was going to say, because we've already had our run-ins with this, uh, merchandise provider. Right. After the delayed delivery. Correct. But Hey, if, if they're going to give us a refund, I would gladly support this company. Now, now do not, you bring that up because I'm currently wearing the sweatshirt? You had, you were I throwing do. a fit over my, over my look. I mean, I'm not doing anything different than I usually do today. You other are, than I'm you're wearing glasses. Ex- extremely different. Two things. Yeah. One, you're wearing glasses. You said you refuse to wear glasses. And there's one other thing you're wearing that you said you would refuse to ever wear in your life. Oh yeah. I got, I got these cordless, uh, you know, fidgets here. Yeah, for earplugs for our, whatever. our yeah our our um dedicated now, listeners yeah can i say lou something is always no lou has always spoken against wireless earbuds they're the worst and and i enter the zoom room and he is rocking and i'm talking rocking he's not just yep. wearing he's rocking these wireless oh, I earbuds am. uh well i'd like to say something about that one, we talked about either, well, that was two weeks ago, I think now, how the hipsters are taking over the corded headphone movement. I want no part of it. I want out. Okay. All right. So that's that's when I made the ultimate decision. I would never in my life get AirPods. Those things are the worst inventions of all time. You know, I could see myself losing five pairs in five days. They're falling out of your ear left and right. Terrible, terrible, disgusting. Don't want yeah. any part of it. So I got these little things here. Your Beats. Where they wrap around the ear. Yep. They stay in there nice and snug. They don't fall out like Mm -hmm. like the AirPods would left and right. So I didn't want to make this move, but seeing that the hipsters were taking over the corded headphone movement, you know, I packed my bags and I got out of there real quick. Lou, I must say I'm proud of you. I didn't say I was happy about your selfishness and your stubbornness. I didn't say I was happy about it. But you are. And this is, and this isn't necessarily like me doing this in like free will. You're being forced upon you by the, it's being forced upon me by the hipster whales. Yes. Interesting. Lou, do you have any more comments before we hop into our episode? I actually have a couple things. Well, you mentioned my glasses. Yeah. You know, I, though it kind of is nice being able to see off into the distance. uh, I think it's one kind of dangerous and two, I still don't like it. So I drove from home to Minneapolis yesterday and I got almost gotten like 10 different accidents just because I'm seeing too well. You know, my reaction time is, is too good. I'm, you know, I'm cutting vehicles off left and right. It's, it's dangerous for me to wear these things and to be driving Two, I don't know if I like being able to see people. So the first day I had these, I walked out, like I went, I went out to dinner that night. And I walk into the restaurant, you know, the hostess is about to see me. I look around the restaurant. I can see everyone's face. That might have been the most uncomfortable experience of my life. I did not like that at all. You know, so at that point, I considered turning in the glasses and calling it a day. Because I don't know if I like being able to see people's faces. Lou, how close do you normally have to be to somebody in order to make out like their facial features? To fully make out their face? within 10 feet i would say okay it's so it's not like you have to be 
right face no. to face with them. No, but now but, you're now but, you're saying like, but now I can look across the restaurant see. and I'm like making out faces. I see people's facial expressions. I don't want any part of that. I don't like that. <laughs> That's my second, my second thing here. I think I was almost mugged last night, Melv. Okay. Inches, literally inches away from being mugged. So I, I was, I was downtown last night. It was about 10, 1030, you know, business as usual. I got to walk a couple blocks to my car. And as I walk, there's a guy on a bench about 40 yards away from me. And as I'm about 40 yards away, he gets up and starts walking in the opposite direction. No, he starts walking the same direction as me. So he's walking right, away yeah, from you're me. You're walking like yep, in the same, same direction. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty confusing thing, actually. Because if you say someone's walking in the same direction as me, I think, you know, they're walking towards you. Yeah. So he's walking but, away. But from he you, was but walking, you're walking in his direction. He, he was. We're walking in the same direction away from me. Okay. And right. he does this. He's got a suitcase. He's dragging a suitcase. And he is not walking you know, anywhere with a purpose. He walks behind like this electrical box and like tries to hide, but doesn't try to hide. You ever see the meme of like an elephant hiding behind like a light post? Yeah, it was like, it was like that, you know, like so he he's obviously stood to the side. He's obviously it. everybody. He's, he's standing there. And as I approach, I'm feet away. Uh, I don't want to see he jumped out, but like he stepped out from behind this box. And I knew he was there, obviously, because like, you know, talk about hiding in plain sight. Right. And your and new glasses like, yeah. are helping you out in that situation. Right. Exactly. And I'm inches away from this guy and he goes and he just says, what's up, fam? And I think at that moment, he sized me up and decided that he did not want to uh, to tango with me, per se. <laughs> and I just said, hey, how's it going? And then I kept walking. And at this point, I'm like halfway through the crosswalk, still like 10 feet away from the guy. And I think it was towards me. He yells, what did you say to me? And I, I kept walking. I didn't turn around. I didn't say anything. I kept walking, got to my car. And I thought for sure I was a dead man. So you think this guy saw your five, eight stature and uh, said, six, one, I'm not going to six, one, Mel, six, one, Jesus. On according to two rivers, according to the high school high school football roster correct according to a tape measure no, i mean you know greatest athlete of all time built like a brick shit house i mean i wouldn't want to Mel, if you see like miles garrett walking down the street are you gonna try him no that's like the same miles thing with garrett. me walking down the street like no one's gonna try me yeah come on no <laughs> i would I, try I, you i so i i consider that an attempted mugging uh on me but he wisely chose against it fair enough I mean, well, I, I've never even introduced I've never even introduced this episode yet, Lou. But welcome oh, okay. to episode 13 of Big Dog Radio. Uh, today, I guess we had our little spiel at our beginning, and now we're gonna we're gonna move on to the spotlight segment. But after that, we will hit our listener questions, and we have some Thanksgiving questions lined up in honor of the previous week, and then we'll have our hot corner chopping block and wrap it up with the Big Dog's final thoughts. So we're going to start with our spotlight segment this week. Each week, me and Big Lou bring in a current event and discuss it. So Lou, what's your spotlight segment? So this week we have an NPR news article. I've actually been hearing about this a lot, and I uh, just kind of wanted to bring it up and discuss it with you. Have you heard of skimpflation? Skimpflation. Skimpflation. Like inflation, but on but, skim milk. But no, not no, okay. even though even though there is inflation on skim milk all milk prices are through the roof what's skimflation anyways what's so skimflation term? so obviously you know inflation is concerned right now i mean yep. it always is but uh rapid inflation i guess right more so now, now than especially ever. for sure so as prices are rising the level of service that you get is going down so you think about it like mel i know a lot of things especially today, like a hotel, you might not always get that continental breakfast. You know, these larger chains are starting to skip out on some of those things. Um, start to think. Well, isn't that just what inflation is, though? Like, it's, it's one or the other. Either you're going to pay the same amount and get less, or you're going to pay more and get the same. Well, it's more so that, like, the hotels aren't providing that service. Okay. Whereas, like, with just inflation, you know, 
maybe they'll just bring the price up on it. Right. Exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like inverse inflation where the, it's the service that's going down instead of the price going up. Well, the price is going up too though. Right. Okay. Fair. But, yeah. So skimflation, are you specifically talking like hotels or the, is that no, no, no. this is just, that, that, that's just an example. I mean, it's everywhere. Like you go to a restaurant <laughs> and you have to you pay know, for make... the sauce that used to come with it. Huh? No. Well, yeah, like I guess that would, that would be a good example too. You know, or like you're waiting a half hour longer than usual because they're short staffed. And then when you finally do get service, it's subpar as, you know, your waiter or waitress is less experienced. Mm-hmm. It's things like that. It's right. becoming that, a major concern that, that, you know, I mean, I can think of examples in, in my personal life that I've seen. So it's quite widespread. Yeah, I know here in here in Madison, they're struggling to find, especially for restaurants, uh, there's a new Raisin Cane's in town. And there's always a line all the way out the door because they're short staffed. And it's just a matter of these, like it, it's the inflation thing again, where if you're going to have to pay more for goods, and you aren't going to be able to pay somebody $12 an hour to do some sort of job if they're, they have to pay like $12 for a gallon of milk. Oh, exactly. It's, that's that's so, kind of the idea behind it. So was there an article behind it or is it just like an idea? Yeah, the, the it, was an MP, it was an NPR news article. Uh, what did it say? I mean, I've, I mean, essentially, that's, that's the core of it. It, kind of, it. it discussed, yeah, it kind of just introduced the idea. Meat skimflation. This is a, the the headline is meat skimflation. A reason inflation is worse than the government says it is. So not okay. only do you have inflation, you also have this behind it. Right. Where there's less goods and less services and less quality of Correct. services. Correct. And Lou, my, my um, spotlight segment is kind of similar. And in the way that there's another labor shortage, not truckers this time, but we're short santa clauses oh have no. you heard of this no there's I, a shortage. I have not there's but a I'm shortage outraged there's a shortage of santa claus people to like go to malls of course and let what kids sit shame. on their laps yeah and i so mean this is, was just this article in the washington say? post it said america is facing a national santa shortage now, i didn't read it but well, do you do you think these people are required to like have beards and stuff, or can they just no bring their well, own? Well, I actually I actually do know that. Uh, so a mall Santa, if you have a real beard, you get paid more. Really? Because obviously, yep. There's the ones that come; they put their own beard on, or whatever. You know, you're you know what I'm talking about the fake white beard. If you have a real gray white beard, whatever, you get paid more. Really, that is interesting. Yep. Lou, maybe we should find a, a Santa Claus to bring on the podcast. I think that would be a phenomenal idea. He'd probably he's probably going to be pretty booked coming up here. You know, Granted, I, I there's actually, a there's a Santa shortage and it's Christmas time. Right. So don't ask me like how I'll get down to it. I listened to a podcast where uh, they brought on a mall Santa. And the mall Santa didn't really understand that, like, the person was being brought on. He thought that he was coming on as the mall Santa character. So he walked into the studio in his full getup. He, he thought that he was, they were, like, interviewing him as, as they Santa. They were interviewing Claus, Santa, not just yes. Not the guy about as his the mall job. Santa. Correct. That's pretty funny. So, I mean, we could run into that situation. I think that would be pretty hilarious. That would be pretty funny if we just got Santa Claus and asked him about his elves and his yeah. reindeer. But I got to say, Mel, this, this mall Santa short, that's, that's a damn shame. It is a shame. Imagine being a kid going to the mall, hoping to see Santa, and there's a shortage. And, and you're, as a kid, you're thinking, there's only one Santa, and he's everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like my How concern How can there be here, a shortage? My concern here is that malls are going to start to get desperate, and then instead of like a real big burly guy, they're going to bring in like a Waluigi looking guy in a Santa yeah. costume. That's not Santa Claus. No, that, that, might, that would just be. They might like that do the elf sad. thing where they're like, oh, Santa couldn't make it today. Here's one of his elves. That's criminal. You can't do that, that, that to the kids. That's awful. You cannot. But that wraps up our listener, not our listener questions. That wraps up our spotlight segment this week. And now we'll move on to our listener questions. And our first question comes in from Carden Meisner. 
and he asks for our favorites to win and to be in the college football championship as well as the college basketball championship. So, Lou, football first. Who are your favorites? What's the title game, and who takes the cake? Uh, well, I mean, we're, we're coming up on an interesting Saturday here to determine that. Uh, so I think it'll be Georgia one. I think there'll be Bama Saturday, Michigan two. You know, I'm not a big Cincinnati guy. Uh, I no. don't think they should be ranked top 25 realistically, nonetheless in the playoff. But I, I think they'll get in at three. Hopefully Houston beats them. And then I think Oklahoma State will get in over Bama, who's going to lose to Georgia, of course. So okay. from there, that, that would mean Georgia would play Oklahoma State. I think Georgia would win by maybe 70 points. And I yeah. think Michigan beats Cincinnati by maybe 70 points as well. And then Georgia beats Michigan by maybe 70 points again. <laughs> it's Georgia's year. Yeah, I, I actually – I didn't go into depth about who's three and who's four. Uh, whoever plays against Michigan and Georgia, they're going to lose. Michigan, Georgia. Oh, I mean, especially as some like Cincinnati, put the seventh grade Ramblers out there, then we'll have a game. Right. And uh, I mean, even if you get Notre Dame or any of those teams out there, Michigan or Georgia would crush any of them. And I'm convinced of it. So, yeah, I have Michigan, Georgia. I think Bama could put up a in the championship. Georgia. But they're they like, both going to be in there, I don't think. No. Unless it's like unless, a unless, unless overtime Bama, game. Unless Bama would. If Bama beats Georgia, they'll both be in. They play Saturday. Right, yeah. Yeah. But well, I, I, know think, right. I think Georgia, Michigan, and Georgia wins. Their defense is too good. And Michigan isn't anything insane. No, not at all. I, yeah, I think Georgia's, Georgia's, I think so Georgia's far by far and away. Everybody else. Exactly. Right. I agree. As far as mm. college basketball goes, I mean, it's a crap shoot up until the tournament. So yeah. I, I try not to pay too close attention. Do you have any guesses? I, mean, I watched a couple Duke games, actually. Pretty fun team to watch. Yeah, they just lost to Ohio State last night. State Ohio, yeah, the Colt. Yeah, State Ohio. I, I put a prediction out there just for fun, and I said UCLA versus Purdue. UCLA's returning okay. all their players from last year. They went to the Final Four last year, mm -hmm. although they were an 11 seed. So... They're, they're solid, but um, then Purdue, I just put them in there. I haven't, I know nothing about Purdue, except I, I wasn't going to pick that because I hate the Big Ten in tournament play. They they never traditionally terrible, well. right? They're just terrible in in the tournament. But I put UCLA Purdue. Didn't want to pick Duke or Gonzaga just because I didn't want to. That's a fair point. Well, Purdue's, I think, second in the country right now. Oh, will be right one after, after yesterday, as long as they don't lose. Did they just beat Duke? No, Duke lost, though. Oh, that's true. Well, Duke, Duke and Purdue play soon, I think. Oh, do they? The two of them, yeah. Interesting. I, I, I saw that somewhere. I may be wrong, though. But Damn, things are starting to hurt my ears. Your, your wireless yeah. headphones or earbuds? That's a shame. Whatever, yeah. It is, I know. But our, our next question was somewhat offensive to me. What did you think of our next question? I thought it was rather interesting. I don't I don't I didn't really know what to make of it. I didn't know either. But the question says who? Yeah, and, and when, and when I saw it. that question, you know, have you ever seen like the the Snoop Dogg gif? Who? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I, at first, that's I did what it, I thought about now, immediately. Now I do, yeah. Who? Who? That's that's what I thought of. Well, <laughs> I mean, the question asks who. I had three names that immediately came to mind for no reason at all. Okay. So the first is Brian Cashman. I, don't he, know I think who that he's is. he might still be the GM or the former GM of the New York Yankees. Okay. Two Jack Ruby. The guy who killed Lee Harvey Oswald and three Kevin Plank, former Under Armour CEO. So you ask me who those are three. Those are the three guys. Those that are the mind. three guys. Yep. Okay. The, the I'll name three guys that came to my mind pretty quickly. One, 
that guy, uh, you probably know his name. He's the, the sham wow guy. Oh, the, the dead guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Uh, what's his name? I don't Billy, remember either. Billy something. Something like that. Uh, he's on the infomercials, the sham wow guy. Yeah. Two, me. I'm the second person that came to mind. Okay. And and finally, that bowler that's like, who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, Pete Weber. Yeah. Pete Weber. Those are the One three of the greatest sporting moments of all time. Mm-hmm. So all right, whoever, well, whoever asked that, that's our answer to who. Thanks for the question, I guess. Thank you for the question. We'd love to hear more. <laughs> and now we have our, our Thanksgiving Day questions that came in from Wilhelm Schmid. And his first Thanksgiving Day question, he asks, what are you thankful for? Very wholesome question, Wilhelm. Well, do you, do you want to read both parts of the question right away? Yeah. So the second part of the question, he prefaces it a little bit. He says, me and me and some friends were talking about this. We have all these movies about Christmas and Halloween but not many great Thanksgiving movies besides Charlie Brown. Any ideas on, on some new movies for Thanksgiving? Yeah. So, I mean, I thought about it and obviously there's all the, all the cliche things you can be thankful for, you know, friends, family, health. Whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that there's not more Thanksgiving movies. That's what you I'm are. thankful for. Yeah. I mean, okay. I think it would be rather difficult to do. You'd have to come up with, an interesting premise. I, th- I think what would happen is they would all end up being the same. You know, a dysfunctional family gets together for Thanksgiving. You got the loud drunk uncle, you know, that yeah, as everyone sits around the table, the turkey's not quite done. You know, everyone's shouting at, at uh, the TV. Someone's got Raiders money line. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Lou, I, um, I, I think you'll like, the movie the thanksgiving day movie i came up with but first i'm going to say what i'm thankful for of course you got the cliche things family friends health faith etc but i wanted to pick something that i'm particularly thankful for that isn't recognized very much and it's it's like our infrastructure so like i'm talking Mm. the garbage pickup the sewage systems the electrical systems like I, I was sitting around thinking about what I'm thankful for, looked at my garbage can. I'm like, somehow this gets away Make, from my house. Makes its like way the, out into the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is not, uh, not a good thing to be thankful for, but it, okay. it disappears from uh, well, my house. Yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's I guess that's fair. <laughs> now now I feel bad for putting that in now that she's no, you're fine. in the middle of the ocean. No, I, I, I think that's a good thing to be thankful for. The infrastructure of the U.S. is an insane thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it with is anything old, the electrical grid, uh, like you said, the sewage system, all everything that goes on underground with all the piping, you know, mm-hmm. quite phenomenal. It is unreal to think that just came from dirt. Mm hmm. Essentially. Yeah. And wood whatever else that's something to be thankful for sure that is but my movie idea and lou we we had a conversation about this the other day when when you were home for thanksgiving or i guess when we were both home for thanksgiving but we talked about how thanksgiving is rather a rather absurd idea do you recall this conversation i do yeah yeah where we, we were talking about how everybody's celebrating how we just came in and, and tore apart an entire population and just I mean, took over. I, I, at least that's from what I understand. That's what happened. You know, we had one nice meal, you know, and, and then we that's, just that's killed what them we're all. going. And that's what we're going off of for, you know, the past how many years. Right. So my idea for a movie, and this could, could even be a real life thing. And it, it's called, uh, I'm going to say the idea first, because my title of the movie Sounds a little gruesome, but the idea is Native American tribes have the free reign to claim as much land as possible to add to their reservation. They're given the 24 hours of Thanksgiving to do so. So kind of like the purge, but right. But for, it's called for Native called Americans. The, and that's, that's why I didn't say my title yet. It's the Thanksgiving purge. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, interesting idea. I mean, I, uh, but, my but then, idea like, with it, is there at any point where 
where there's the opportunity for that land to get taken back. Otherwise, they'll just like progressively take more land every year until they have control of the entire country. Right. Which is what the Europeans did. Well, I well, no, well, I was just asking. I wasn't poking <laughs> holes or anything. But no, my idea it wasn't that they were they were like have the opportunity to take people out or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, have you ever heard the story behind Oklahoma City? Mm, maybe it's sometime a, it's a in the past. Very fascinating story. So uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. This is how they get their name. When Oklahoma City and some surrounding areas were formed, they put like a border, a big, big, wide border around the city, and people lined up all around this border and when they're like they they said at midnight we're gonna shoot a gun off in the air or maybe it was like eight in the morning i don't know whatever they they shot a gun off in the air and everybody ran in and they had to put four stakes down and whatever territory their four stakes were circled that became their land that person and that's how the city and the surrounding area of oklahoma city were, were was first born and the sooner name comes from the people that went into this land too early, they were soon, they're too soon to like, and they claimed a bunch of land because everybody else had to wait until mm-hmm. a specific time. But anyway, that was my idea behind the Thanksgiving day purge is mm, uh, okay. the native American tribes have, have the chance to, to run out and they have to put four stakes down and whatever land they put stakes around is now theirs. Oh, so you're, you're not like, there's not going to be loss of life. No. Okay. It's just a, a little scramble. Well, that makes for a far less interesting movie. <laughs> that is true. But, well, maybe that, that can like come up when there's a disagreement about whose land is whose. Boomer sooner, huh? Just the sooner. I don't know anything about Boomer. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, no, Thanksgiving, uh, that I think we agreed, is largely unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, like you can celebrate a lot of other different things. Sure. Sure. We can keep the day of Thanksgiving, but let's make it about, I don't know, the United States infrastructure or something like honor those workers. How about move it to the day after the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I like that. Phenomenal Shift it idea. to February. That yep. is a great idea. And now we have our final listener question and it asks, this is from an anonymous source. It asks, how many murders do you think you could get away with without getting caught? I mean, you know, this is something people think about all the time, right? No. I, I th- well, I've heard that before. Okay. <laughs> well, do you typically I, think about this? Like, uh, if you could get away with a murder? I, I think I could get away with approximately zero murders. Really? There's no, there's <laughs> no As shot confident as you are in yourself, yep, you don't think no. you could... No, I, I try to sneak ice cream at night. You know, I leave the ice cream scoop, scoop out, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's just me trying to cover up a murder. You do forget it's quite not a bit. Gonna happen, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, I, I might have early onset dementia already or something. <laughs> you might. Bad. And you can't see. Uh, I said I, I could get away with over 100 murders. Really? Yeah. Well, see, I, I don't think it's about how you do the murder. I think it's about the people that you would murder. Like, are you talking like you're just going to go on a rampage on homeless people that no one's going to look for? Kind of. I mean, if, if you go Jesus. for unemployed people that live by themselves, they, they yeah. don't have a job they're reporting to. They are like, nobody's going to be like, oh, hey, they haven't come home today because they're the only ones living there. And there's a lot of land where people are very isolated. Like if you go out in Wyoming or even northern yeah. Wisconsin, sure, people are just like by themselves in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you wonder what ha- like what if one of those people have, has a heart attack and just you know croaks? They could be sitting there for decades, no one right. finds them. And just call it call it a life. Well, I guess if you don't pay your property taxes long enough. <laughs> But Someone would come looking. I, I do want to preface, I'm not planning any of these murders, but area, yeah, areas where no one lives within, within miles and an elderly demographic. Oh, geez. I was thinking, no. I was, <laughs> well, I was thinking of the issues that could arise 
in this. And one, if, if I approached someone and they're like much larger and much stronger than I am, then, then that's a chance of me dying. Uh-huh. But if, if I target the elderly demographic, then I think I'm all right. I, I, I think it would be much easier with homeless people. Like you said, they don't have anywhere to be not employed anywhere. I and don't think a lot so. of you, times people are homeless be like, because out, they don't have family. But, so but they wouldn't have be family like in the middle of the them. city. Could find like an isolated homeless person, I'm sure. Like in middle of Arizona, you're just going to be driving through the desert and there's just going to be a homeless person sitting there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could be in a large. I'm not talking like you go to Skid Row and like you're, you're like walking down a lineup and you say, you come with me, you know? I don't know. like that. Okay. Well, well, I I don't even know what to say. I haven't planned out my murders, so. Well, I mean, I, I haven't either. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Maybe so I should have just gone with that, seconds. that I can't do it. So then I don't have to feel like a terrible person yeah, talking fact. about murdering Fair. the elderly. I'd get caught in two seconds. You probably would. Yeah. <laughs> But now we are on to our hot corner and our chopping block this week. Our hot corner is something that we want to honor and our chopping block is something we want to get rid of. So let's start off with our hot corner. And Lou, I'm afraid I have the same hot corner as you this week. Oh, I can guarantee that you don't. (laughs) You can guarantee I don't. Yeah. Uh, But I know you're going to like my hot corner because my hot corner this week is green bean casserole. Okay. Green bean casserole is phenomenal. (laughs) It is the best. Thanksgiving Day item. And it's very simple to make, too. Is it? Especially, I've never tried. I mean, all you need is canned green beans, like the what are they called? The French style. Some cream of mushroom, you know, maybe some salt, mm-hmm. pepper, whatever you like in there. You got to get the crispies on top. Oh, of course. The the the, the fried onions. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got, oh. you got a bowl of green bean casserole, sprinkle on the fried onions, and you're laughing. Yeah. That's my hot corner this week. Lou, what's your hot corner? So my hot corner is uh, Quaker Products Cardboard. What? The cardboard that that Quaker uses for their products and the way that they fold it is phenomenal. Okay. Any Quaker product I've ever had, I just love the cardboard on it. It's it's the best. So the what, all I'm thinking of right now is that like circular container. That's yeah, like that, that's made by Quaker, but like they right. make they make cereal, you know, granola bars and stuff, uh, mm. oatmeal. Anytime so you're what's dealing so special with a, about their cardboard? It's, it's firm, you know. It's sturdy. It's reliable. You know, like I I got I got some wheat crackers here. This is this is shit cardboard, Mel. This thin and flimsy. Thin, flimsy. You know, I. You know, you struggle. That's one part. You know, you always want to tuck it. It doesn't always tuck properly. Quaker, Quaker products. Properly. Oh, my God. Like a glove every time. Yeah. I love their cardboard. Well, I mean, you were right in the in the sense that I wasn't going to have the same hot right. corner as you. <laughs> I, I didn't think you would. But I do like that hot corner, Lou. Uh, I, I will have to get a Quaker product just to appreciate their cardboard. Cause I've never it's appreciated wonderful. it before. Lou, I was thinking that what are you thankful for question? That's essentially our hot corner. We do that every week. I guess. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. <clears throat> very good point. And Lou, what is your chopping block this week? Uh, chopping block this week, real Christmas trees. If you're going to get a yeah. Christmas tree, you, you got to get the fake one. The real ones. Sure. They smell. That gets annoying after a while. You know, you got to vacuum up all the needles. They don't look mm-hmm. as good as a fake Christmas tree. I think they if don't. you're going for a Christmas tree, you get the fake one, you're good for, you know, decades. Put it up yeah. for the month, throw it in the basement, you know, next December, bring it back out. You're not dealing with having to go cut it down, haul it out. And then then after Christmas, you got to worry about getting rid of the damn thing. You're much better off getting a fake Christmas tree. Looks a lot yeah. better, too. It does look nice. I've had a fake Christmas tree my whole life. I don't know any different. I've never went through the struggles of a real Christmas tree. Well, neither have I, but it sounds You're just assuming it yeah, does it sound sounds miserable. miserable. A lot of people like that's their tradition. Like they just love doing it. 
my thoughts of that, like there's a, there's a lot of things you can do as a family. Yeah. Why add misery to your life to spend time with your family? Yeah. I don't, I couldn't tell you, you know, and then sure. It's a tradition, you know, ha ha, get the family out, you know, go cut down the tree, bring it home, hang the ornaments, whatever, decorate it. Someone's going to have to vacuum up those needles and whoever's yeah, doing that's it not is gonna a family be, tradition. No, they're going to be bitching about it. Mm-hmm. And then that's going to bring down the mood of everyone else in the house because they're right. bitching about having to, you know, and then, you know, it's over with who's going to haul it out. It was fun to go get it as a family, but now mm-hmm. dad's hauling it out on his own. Yeah. I think he's happy about that. Yeah. You, you never hear of a, of a family outing to vacuum up the needles no, or to get rid of the tree or to get it's rid always of the like who's getting is who's getting rid of this damn tree. You know, mm-hmm. not going to leave on its own. What, when, so when is the appropriate time one to put up your Christmas tree and two to take down your Christmas tree? Assuming we have a fake, beautiful Christmas tree. I think it goes up uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down January 2nd. Okay. I you don't got, have any other nice, opinion on that. You got a nice month, month plus, you know, to be festive. Sure. The same with Christmas lights. Are you talking? Yeah. Or can you keep Christmas lights up longer? Yeah, I think depends what kind of week you're having. I'm sure, you can keep them up a week or two longer. Depends on what you got going on. It's not going to kill anyone. Okay, that's fair. Lou, my chopping block this week are bulletproof wallets. Have you ever received an ad where they're like, look at this wallet, and they shoot a gun at it, and it just dents the wallet? No, I've never even heard of a bulletproof wallet. No? No. Okay. But, well, I've been receiving ads. That it's like a metal wallet. And their ad, they, they put it on like the shelf. They put like three of them in a row. They shoot a gun at this wallet. And the bullet just, it like it stopped at the first wallet. And uh, as soon as I saw that ad for like the fifth time that day, I immediately wrote it down to be my chopping block this week. Because it's not necessary. No. What, like, what would you ever use that for? Right. Are you going to put it in your little pocket right up right in front yeah, your of your little heart? cigarette pouch? Right. No, I don't. No, I don't like that at all. Most people, either. most people would keep it in like their back pocket, a wallet. Right. And your butt's already bulletproof. Right. Exactly. Everybody's that's probably, butt's already bulletproof. That's probably the least, you know, harmful place to get shot. Right. Just take one in the rear and you just wipe off if the blood. You, and yeah. If you have to get shot. I think that's where you choose to get shot. So yeah, why, so I, I why think I'd probably even take that over the foot. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's probably the dumbest invention of all time. It is. I agree. And Lou, I, I do want to mention another thing here in our hot corner chopping block segment. Now I have I have like a duo thing, and I, I felt it was appropriate to mention it this week as it's kind of a trend at the moment. But one hot corner are those Spotify like urine recap things. Those are mm-hmm. awesome. Like I love looking I through agree. those. But, yeah. but two chopping block is when everybody and their brother posts it on their social media. Oh, see, I don't mind that. Do you really care what Alicia from Newfoundland is listening to? I mean, it takes me five seconds to look at, you know, uh, just see what other people are listening to. I don't mind that. Okay. I don't like it. Oh, I don't care what you're listening that's fair. to. How, I, I like looking more than anything at how many minutes people listen to. I think that's a rather interesting thing. How many minutes What's did like you listen typical? to this year? I have no clue. I, I have no clue either. Oh, you I didn't look at your, you didn't look at your Spotify rap yet? No, I did. I did actually. Uh, and and like I watched it through fully, and it's was pretty interesting. My top song was it was a Kanye song. In fact, okay, it was Ghost Town by Kanye. Um, I'm trying to find more. My uh, well, that's interesting. My my number one song was uh, Good for You by Olivia Rodrigo. Really? Yep that that's that is very was, interesting. 
it was that levitating by Dua Lipa featuring the baby was number two. And that's that because, was number four for me. That's because I had a playlist of these two songs that I had on repeat all summer long. What whenever I would go out golfing, I would throw it on the speaker and you know, for the next five hours, that's literally all I listened to is those two songs. Yeah. And then you got rid of Good for You for a while and it was just it was just levitating. So just I don't know how that by I don't know. By Dua Lipa featuring the baby. I don't know how that but, didn't take yep. over the number one spot. To be truthfully honest with you, yeah, that's pretty incredible. You must have been listening to Good for You for a good chunk of time. You know, this is actually interesting. You want to hear my top five artists? Yeah. So number one was Kanye. I was actually in his top one percent of listeners, even as was I. Zero of his songs on my top five. Two Gucci Mane, three Polo G, four Jimmy Buffett. How about that? That's interesting. We just throw it's Jimmy. A pretty five, typical crowd with Jimmy Buffett at number then, five. Then five Kodak Black, just Jimmy Buffett <laughs> in there at number four. He just made an appearance. Okay, yeah. so how many minutes did you listen to? Thirty-nine thousand three hundred four. Okay, I, I was at thirty-five thousand two eighty-nine. Top you artists. Think that's about typical, right around the thirty thousand mark. It's got to be. I mean, I, I listened to Spotify a lot when I was at work. Oh, sure. So, I mean, it might be a little bit higher than, and, and I know you did too, or you, you listen to it right pretty frequently. So it might be a little bit higher than a normal thing, but I don't know. It's probably about typical. My top artist was Kanye West as well. And then I had XXX Tentacion. Oh, phenomenal. My number two. I like that. Number three, Khalid. Number four, Chance the Rapper. And number five, Kendrick Lamar. Okay. So mine pretty much all fit in with one another. Right. I don't have a random Jimmy Buffett in there. What do you do? I guess yeah, that was my list. All right. So I guess Big Dog's final thoughts. That's where we're at. Yeah. What are your final have, thoughts, Big Dog? I have six written down. So one through six, and I'll pick three numbers. Mm, one, two, and three. All right. Um. So one, my first thought here. Super firm handshakes are the worst. You know, like someone that really gives you a really firm handshake and then yeah. like gives you hell. I'm thinking if, of if, specific names at the yeah, moment. And then gives you hell if it's not up to their standards. Like, what are we doing? You know, like, why do like we have to basically rip each other's hands off? You know, like yeah. I'm all for a firm handshake, but don't try to rip my hand off and then try to emasculate me when it's not up to your standards. Mm-hmm. What Who the hell's know? wrong with you? Yeah, that the real firm handshake where it's like you're gripping tight, losing circulation, yeah. not for it. But I do I do like a firm handshake, but I do, oh, I do as mention well. there's a there's like this new thing that I, I recently started doing that I I absolutely love. And you know you so you know how men like do the they grab each other's hand, like tap each other on the back. Sure. Yeah. And then like they like dap each other up afterwards. Sure. Yeah. Instead of uh, you do that little bro hug and instead of dapping them up, you finish with a handshake. Okay. It's like brotherly yet professional. Okay. And I yeah. love it. Got yeah, it from going Breeze. I don't like that, but I think you don't want a too, too firm of a handshake. You be, you don't want, you know, the limp hand out there. No, absolutely not. That's the worst. No. The worst is when, you go in for a handshake and, and like you accidentally grab like past their thumb or something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Or like I you don't. grab like their, the tips of their fingers. No, it's the worst. It's the worst. Can't say I've ever experienced that. Second on my list here is uh, one thing I really like is the two finger steering wheel wave, you know? So when yeah. you're driving, you, <laughs> you throw up the two up. fingers. Yep. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking That's- about. I, I just really like that. That's all I really have to say about that. Okay. And then three. I don't. I don't know which one I should go with here. What? I do have them numbered. I do did have. I have numbered. no say. Did yeah, I have no, no say. In this? Okay, fine. I'll do number. I'll do numbers. number three. I love riding the coattails of speeders. So I love to speed. You know, the speed <laughs> limit is such a sham. Seventy miles an hour on the interstate should be ninety. So I'll I'll usually you know follow the rules somewhat. I'll go eighty. You know, spent or set the uh, set the cruise at eighty, 
And if I see someone flying by me at 90, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go hit the gas pedal. You know, I set that cruise at whatever they're going where I can stay behind them. But if someone's getting caught for speeding, it's going to be that. They're in front of you. Yep. I love it. See what I do when, once I have a situation like that, I catch up to that person or I like go as fast as I can while I'm still, while they're still getting farther away from me. So I'm going like a quarter mile an hour slower than they are. Yeah, But, but then eventually you lose ground. Right. So eventually you end up not riding their coattail. Yeah. But, but then you don't know if they've exited. No, I follow. I ride that out as long as I possibly can. Yeah. Louis, I, I had a situation the other day on the road that you would have hated every moment of it, but I loved every moment of it. I was on a, a two lane road. So one set of traffic going in one lane one set of traffic going the opposite direction in the other lane. And there was this person that was, it was a 55 mile an hour area and they approached my, my rear at about 70 and they stopped within a foot of foot of the back of me and rode me. So I'm going 63, 64. And instead of like getting off to the side or, or speeding up for them, I perp, well, I purposely sped up because they're in a passing lane. So I sped up to their speed. And then as soon as we hit a no passing lane, I slowed down to about 40 miles an hour. Oh, you would have not believed how mad these people got. You could see them throwing their hands in the air in the back. (laughs) And then, and then as soon as we hit, as soon as we hit a passing lane, I just gun it. I'm going 70 (laughs) again. I love that. they, They can't catch up to me. And then they eventually get up, get up to me and, and it's not a passing lane again. We got, or we got cars coming the other way, slow down to 40 again. And, oh. and then event, finally they were getting into a town and they passed me both the, the driver and the passenger, both are flipping well, me got, the bird. Got I'm, the just, bird. I'm just laughing in my front seat. Oh, <laughs> it was the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah. It was probably me riding your ass to be honest with you. I'm probably. I do that for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that a lot, Mel. As long as I'm not yeah. on the receiving end of it. No, it was fun. It was fun, and if you got nowhere to go, like you, exactly, if you yeah. want to, and you if you got traffic coming the other way, you can get down to ten miles an hour. You can stop in the middle of the road. They have mm-hmm. nothing you can they can do about it. But that's my solution to people who really ride you. Exhibit A, me. Exhibit A, Lou. Any other final thoughts, Lou, or are you content? No, I think we'll save them the other ones for another week. Excellent. Well, that wraps up episode 14 of Big Dog Radio. Scratch that, episode 13 of Big Dog Radio. Join us next week. Next Thursday, we will come up with episode 14. And give us a like on Twitter. Is that a thing? I don't know. I'm just saying random stuff, though. Yeah, I think you'll like on Twitter. used to be a favorite. Yeah. Favorite on Twitter. No, it's a like. Send us your listener questions. That's all I got. Uh, we'll we'll repost a link for merch i suppose yeah that's a good idea we'll get the merch link up there stained merch i guess but it's yeah, merch we'll put a disclaimer out stained merch we might have to if, if we get a refund we could lower the price that's true yeah. that's a good idea mm-hmm. but yeah episode 13 in the books join us next thursday for episode 14 mm-hmm.